the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to episode five of our podcast series. I'm Stephen Tubbs, four to seven Mountain Time, Monday through Friday on News Talk 710 KNUS. Appreciate you joining us. And again, we're going to pick up the text messages allegedly between Dr. Jim Craig, my former dentist, and his wife, Angela Craig. And we'll pick up from where we left off in our last podcast. And that really was the final text that we read. God really does know what he's doing. That text from Jim Craig, allegedly, to his wife, Angela. Now, I say allegedly a lot here because Jim Craig is an innocent man until proven guilty as he's being held in the Arapahoe County Detention Center. But I want to make sure that even though the police department says, yes, that number, the number here, uh, in Angela Craig's phone, uh, Jim Craig is the boy. I just want to make sure that um, that we know, and all of us are on the same page, that Jim Craig is an innocent man until proven guilty. But these texts, according to the arrest affidavit between husband and wife, and this is Tuesday afternoon on March 7th. So we pick it up. Jim Craig says, are you feeling anything in particular for dinner tonight or this week? Angela responds, I'm having a hard time feeling okay being sick and an even harder time knowing whether that's me or you. I could tell you were worried yesterday, but I guess just think they sent us home and said nothing was wrong and you think I should be fine. She's talking about there, of course, the first visit to what would be a three hospital visit and she would end up dying in University Hospital here in the Denver area. The text from Angela continues, I realize I could be reliving the past, it's just hard, and frankly, all of this is really scary, and I don't feel like we've addressed that at all. A sidebar to this, if you're following this detail by detail, which is one of the reasons we're doing this podcast series, Jim Craig said to his wife uh, many years prior that he, in fact, drugged her so she would not get in the way. His story is he was going to commit suicide and inject himself with something in the bathroom of, uh, of their home. And he did not, according to the arrest affidavit, he did not want her to interfere, so he drugged her. And that is the triggering part, reliving the past from, from the text. Uh, picking it up, again, from Angela on the afternoon of Tuesday, March 7th. And frankly, all of this is really scary, and I don't 
feel like we've addressed that at all, but I don't even remember most of yesterday, so maybe we did address it. I'm a crazy person, she texts. I'm not feeling anything particular about food right now. Uh, it sounds like a, a friend is, is sending dinner over tonight. Now, this is one thing I want to point out as we go through these texts, and I realize that it's going to take a couple of episodes to get through just, just these. But what I find interesting is in reading the kind of the back and forth, she says she hasn't really addressed the past. They haven't as a couple. As you'll see in the text string here, he makes no reference of that. He does not address it at all of what she has just said about not remembering things. And most importantly, one would think from an outside observer, a husband is accused or says that he drugged his wife and she addresses it in a text message and he doesn't respond to that. Instead, he responds to, as you can see on your screen, uh, Tony's sending dinner tonight. This is after what she says about not addressing it and reliving the past. He responds, oh good, exclamation point. What's she sending and when will it, when will it arrive? It's, it's stunning, isn't it? So then they find out he's Panera at 6.30. I'm on my way, exclamation point. And at that point, the text, because he's gone home, the text obviously between husband and wife end, and it is now Wednesday, the 8th of March. Jim Craig texts, will you please let me know when you're up? I'm nervous about it just being you and the littles, their, their children. And this is obviously Jim Craig is, is out of the house. She responds, I'm thinking about being up. Julie is coming over for, uh, for something later today. And I apologize on my screen, it's or paper. It's very hard to see. Uh, he says, oh, good. What about another person? Uh, presumably, uh, one of the family members. She wants to play online with her friends. Uh, this is, again, Angela is not feeling good at all. Uh, if you believe the arrest affidavit, she has been poisoned already, allegedly by her husband, with arsenic via a protein shake at their home, and she's trying to run the home. She is still trying to play that that motherly role, the, the head of the household type role, while her husband... Jim Craig is at his dental practice. Um, she ends up saying, drinking my drink and sitting on the couch with my ice pack and two anxious dogs. No blurred vision or dizziness or anything, mostly just the headache. Jim Craig uh, responds, I guess that's an improvement over the last few days uh, with a question mark there. It's possible the headache, she replies, it's possible the headache will go away and I'll feel okay today, so yes. And my sinuses are cleared out and draining. I can breathe again, but it's making everything else taste gross. He responds, I'm sorry, but that also sounds like good news, exclamation point. She responds, it's okay, it will go away. Just wanted to update you and hoping you don't worry today. What did you feed, uh, I believe, one of, the, one of the dogs? She, again, Angela Craig, not feeling well. 
allegedly has been poisoned. She's talking about and worrying about the dogs. He says her frozen food. She responds, Kay, thanks. She's being noisy and I think she wants her snack. Then another text and another thing. My, my nose hurts. Maybe next time I'm delirious and I have an IV wrap, you could remove it before I punch myself in the nose. I would really appreciate that. Jim Craig responds, I'll make a mental note of that. And then she asks, how are you? How are you today? He says, so, so busy. I'm planning to come home and, and uh, eat lunch with you, though. She responds, am I eating lunch? I'll need to gear up for that. I'm glad I get to see you. Now, I want to take a sidebar. This is, this is allegedly a couple that is in severe mental uh, anguish and turmoil. They are close to getting a divorce. Apparently, uh, if you read the affidavit in, in a certain part, Jim Craig has told his wife, Angela, just months earlier, he wants a divorce. Uh, the allegations are he has had several affairs, and as you will see from uh, later episodes of this podcast series, uh, there is most certainly another woman, another woman who actually had two different flights booked during this month of, of March while Angela Craig is, is literally dying in the hospital. It is truly unfathomable and a very, very bad Hollywood script if you go by the arrest affidavit. So she asks him, how are you today? He says, so, so busy. I'm planning on coming home to eat lunch with you, though. Am I eating lunch? I'm glad I get to see you. Uh, He responds, I'm glad to, exclamation point, I'll need to ask you what you're hungry for and bring it to you. I'm kind of feeling just a smoothie or something. Just a smoothie or something. Once again, Dr. Jim Craig in the Arapahoe County Detention Facility into his second week in custody. All of the accusations are, and the allegations, he poisoned his wife via her protein drink or her smoothie. And he, in this text, you can read into this, is he intimating that she should have a smoothie because he's going to have one? Truly, again, when you read the affidavit and you look at these texts, it's just truly, truly incredible. She replies, I'm not feeling anything. Don't bring anything. I'll eat something here. He then asks her, how is your headache? She says, better, but it still hurts. I probably just need a shower and some sleep and some food. I hate your bird today. Apparently, there's a bird in the Craig household. She won't be quiet. Now, I just, I've read this several times. And again, just a a personal aside. You've got a woman who is obviously not doing well at all, still trying to be the maternal role, the head of the household. And one can only imagine her incredible headaches and and, and the the, the physical problems that she's going through. And there's a bird in the house and it's driving, probably driving her absolutely crazy. But she talks about she she talks about the bird and he says shower and sleep and food sound good. Uh, she then replies, I'm sorry about my family. Now this is another kind of little bit of a dive into this. Jim Craig is getting 
I think it's fair to say my assumption is he's getting bombarded uh, via text from members of the Angela Craig family, of course. Now, uh, much of her family, uh, I guess it's especially a recent visit, is just one state to the west in Utah. Early this month, and, and we had talked about this on the previous podcast, he says to her, I'm glad you're home or back in from out of town. And she had been in, in the state of Utah visiting uh, her, her brother and her family. And who knows what those conversations are. We'll get into what the affidavit says from those family members coming up in a, a future podcast. But uh, Angela Craig, even though there are multiple times, there are I love you's and I miss you, etc. cetera, um, there's definitely trouble that was, uh, was addressed according to the affidavit between Angela and, and her, her brother and, and perhaps his wife as well. She does say, back to the text, I'm sorry about my family. So she's apologizing knowing that, that he is getting bombarded with the texts. Jim Craig responds again Wednesday, uh, March 8th. I just wish I could get my watch to stop sending me notifications every time that they text. He talks about that. She sends him screenshots on how to maybe shut off the notifications um, to, to, his, uh, to his watch. Also on, on Wednesday, she says, Hi, baby, I love your face. He responds, How you doing? Good, just waiting for their daughter. I'm trying to share my vital stats with you so you can see anything or something rather, even if I'm asleep, but my head hurts and the BP one is making it worse. He says the BP one, I would need a separate blood pressure app. I think I'm not really sure. So this is an indication to me. She's doing everything she can on her phone to check her vitals and to see if things are going up or down or remaining the same. Uh, he asks if their daughter is home yet. Um, she says, Angela does, just got here. You okay? This is one of, the, one of the things I remember. I feel drugged. We talked about that text from Angela Craig to Jim Craig yesterday. But this one, you okay? She's asking him if he's, if he's okay. He says, yep, just checking in on you. Checking in again, so apparently there had been some time there. How are you doing? And then he texts, you're scary. Quote, you're scary. She responds, sorry, baby, I fell asleep on the couch. Then I woke up. Now I'm hungry. I waited for an entire minute, Ange. I think he was trying to be funny there. She responds, thank you for checking on me. I love you. He responds, I love you too. I like checking in on you, exclamation point. And then another batch of time obviously passes and he texts, how you doing? Um, He then responds or texts to her, even though I called ahead and they said that they had what I needed when I uh, showed up today, they did not have it. I think this is more, this is more of they're not that happy with some of the I guess, procedures and obviously Angela trying to get more information and he's indicating that he's frustrated, et cetera. And then he continues, as you can see, I'm not going to trust that you are just sleeping. This is, this is stunning to me. Quote, I'm going to trust that you are just sleeping and not 
dead somewhere. I just finished up with what I needed to do at work. I just left the office. I'm going to stop at King Supers. If you're watching from out of state, King Supers is a local grocery store chain. King Supers on my way home and grab a couple of ingredients to make dinner tonight. Love you, exclamation point. Time passes. Okay, all done with groceries. I'm headed home to make you some dinner, exclamation point. Then this, this goes to Thursday because obviously he's made it home. He texts her from presumably work how are you doing? She responds, I feel super tired, but I left my phone on my lap, so I hope I I feel it if you text. He says, okay, thank you. He then texts a picture to her. I've decided that me owning a water bottle just means that I get to come in every morning and look at it on my desk. She responds, that is not the purpose of a water bottle. And then he says, are you nauseous? I'm reading up on low blood pressure. She responds, not not today. But then does say, I'm cold, super tired, weak, shaky, and dizzy. He asks her, super thirsty? She replies, I've been drinking stuff all morning, so who knows? Blurred vision? No. I'm having a hard time concentrating this morning. That is from Jim to his wife, Angela. I'm sorry, I'm just sleepy, she responds. That's okay, he says. You don't have to say sorry. How are you doing now? And he says, I had someone bring over a a glucometer to borrow. I'm at 179 right now, and again, they go into her, her levels. I guess it's a glucometer. Uh, He asked, did you eat anything this morning? I guess time passes because he then texts, baby, question mark, Ange, are you there? Now, if there's time going by and the allegations are what they are, what is going through his mind right about here? Did you eat anything this morning? No response. Baby, question mark, no response. Ange, are you there? Question mark, no response. Until, hi baby, sleeping. And he responds, whew. She said, I ate my protein, uh, I think probably it should be uh, tablets and some crackers. I'm down to 140, but feeling pretty crappy. He says, I'm sorry you're feeling so crappy. I hope they figure this out. Then he says, how are you doing? Then apparently time passes again. Man, baby, you've got to stop scaring me like this, exclamation point. I love you so much, and I'm not used to all of this excitement, exclamation point. Once again, as I indicated in yesterday's podcast, something's clearly not right here with Angela Craig's health, and I understand, again, I reiterate, to each his or her own, but there's something very wrong here with her health. Doctors have no clue, and... It's almost business as usual with a schedule. Jim Craig's at the dental practice. Once again, to each his or her own. She now has been admitted back to the hospital at this point on Thursday. I promise you cardio, I'm in room 212 
blank just texted about dinner tomorrow. My head is killing me. Can you please respond to them? So they're obviously getting outside help from members of their ward, members of their congregation. He says, on it. The nurse thought I needed more than Tylenol for my head, so the doctor gave me Tramadol. He says, okay, that's good, exclamation point. Where do you go? And then he says a couple of things, where's such and such? Um, then Jim Craig, as we wrap up this, this podcast edition, he talks about one of their children's activities uh, is at a friend's house, and we'll omit that just because. Uh, I really, really hate when they do that. He's talking about a play date and all of this. She's in the hospital. This is the second time in a matter of days she's in the hospital, and they're talking about uh, their daughter having a play date and, and some scheduling issues. The, the text from, from Angela Craig. My question for you, if we're measuring my vitals to see what's affecting them and what's not, wouldn't giving me oxygen when my uh, stats go down mess that up? And her husband responds, yes, that absolutely would. I'm, I'm telling you, I have lost almost all my faith in, in that hospital. We'll wrap up this podcast, episode number five, again with a recap of some of the text messages. Angela Craig saying, I'm cold, super tired, weak, shaky. He then asks, are you thirsty? Do you have blurred vision? And maybe stunning to some of you, he's the one that says, I'm having a hard time concentrating. And then the, the baby are you there? Oh, you were sleeping. Whew. And Jim Craig, again, I hope they figure this out. And um, just quite stunning. Once again, as we wrap up, I just want to say it is not lost on me, as we try to say in every podcast. Um, this family has at, at minimum temporarily been destroyed, and there are six children six kids of Jim and Angela Craig, and I hope you join me in sending prayers out to them. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition and appreciate you tuning in. For producer Mark Crowley, I'm Stephen Tubbs. Enjoy the rest of your day. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.